if you go and, and browse around your website, uh, in the, specifically the About Us section, there's a great story about the last time you guys moved. As the story goes, I guess, you know, my dad was like to always, he was the in charge still to this day. Grandpa and grandma went on a vacation and uh, my dad says it was time. He got the whole crew from Sorensen's and they moved like four blocks up to this new store that was already purchased. Grandpa, grandma came back and they're like, well, what's going on here? Welcome back to the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stotts. Today's podcast takes us up to Geneva, Minnesota, a, a town, a very small town, uh, just a few hundred uh, individuals calling Geneva home in Minnesota, uh, about you know an hour and a half's drive south of Minneapolis, so on the outskirts of, of the, the Twin Cities up there. And uh, it's a town that's home to one of Nationwide's members, Sorensen's Appliance and TV. Uh, up there in Geneva, a, a great brand, third generation owned um, brand uh, of retailer, and uh, Dax Sorensen, co-owner there uh, at Sorensen's, is uh, you know was nice enough to take some time and hop into the podcast and chat with us about all kinds of stuff. Dax got so, like so many of our members, I, I love it, man. It, it's such a great industry to to meet individuals from so many different types of backgrounds, and Dax no different. Uh, a guy that you know, like like many of you, I'm sure listening to this that thought uh, maybe it never even crossed your mind that, you know, retail was a possibility or that you'd get into the family business. Dak, you know, took his uh, his expertise and talents uh, and, and his education uh, as an educator uh, and went and, you know, spent some time in education um, out in Arizona and eventually found himself back home, you know, in Minnesota, in Geneva and working at the family business. And uh, just so cool to get, you know, a, a take on his background and how he approaches things and uh, just the the way that you know he's borrowed from you know obviously Geneva you know a small town itself but surrounded by larger communities that that they pull in from but you know they they keep everything that they do true to that small town mindset that that Geneva way of thinking and and it's cool to see how he you know has applied that not only to you know their interactions with customers but the employees themselves and and the way they've sort of set up um, you know the 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 way of thinking about coming into work every day and and um, you know really building a, a culture that is so small town despite being like like we said just a stone's throw from Minneapolis and and a much larger uh, metropolitan area up there in Minnesota but a great story like so many of them are here at Nationwide Marketing Group with our members and one we're excited to share so this is Dax Sorensen of Sorensen's Appliance and TV here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast. And if you're watching the video version, just to, just to let you know, we're doing this safely. Dak is pulled over on the side of the road, and he, he stopped everything he was doing to hop on the Independent Thinking Podcast now. But uh, Dak Sorensen, co-owner up there of Sorensen's Appliance and TV in Geneva, Minnesota. Did I get all that right? You are correct. Awesome. How, how are you doing today, sir? I'm well yourself. Doing all right, thank you. And you're just a Geneva. Now that's a like a stone's throw down I-35 from Minnesota, right? You're a Saint from Minneapolis. Yeah, we're about an hour and a half south of Minneapolis. All right. How how is that? Well, you're in like the dead of winter right now out there. So is it like negative twenty and snow every day? What do you guys got going on? No, uh, it says twenty nine on my temperature gauge. Okay. Um, not bad. We got some snow coming in here tomorrow, I guess. But now nah, we're 
we'll be fine. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you uh, hopping on and, and diving into you and, and the business a little bit. So we're, we're excited to you know have you guys on the podcast and, and talk about business up there in, uh, in Minnesota. So uh, before we dive into you know the, the business itself, tell us about yourself, your background and, and kind of your path into retail. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the path in the retail um, wasn't really a path. You know, I'm the third generation, um, obviously through high school, college, worked at the family business, summers, uh, weekends here and there, but uh, never was really pushed into it by any means whatsoever. Um, so after college, I decided to take a teaching degree. Um, and I was a physical education teacher and I went to Arizona for two years and taught kickball. That's awesome. That's a background. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I'm a, I'm a sports fanatic, so that's what I wanted to do. And we tried it and we, yeah, it was a nice little run for a couple of years. I coached and everything, but, uh, yeah, you know what? Home is home, you know, uh, family's all here. So, um, decided to come back and, uh, we talked, uh, with my dad and mom and, uh, we decided to let's give it a go. And, uh, we kicked my dad out of the store and I jumped in. <laughs> well, that, that's the, the kind of the things I always love hearing. Cause I mean, dealing with 5,000 independent retailers, you hear, you hear so many different kind of origin stories of retail. Right. And a lot of them, it's yeah. like, well, you know, you get a, a handful that were like, this was, it was destined to be because of the family business and others that were pushed or, you know, never really thought of anything else, but there's, there's still plenty out there. The, the backgrounds, you know, that are all over the place, but you still end up like that calling back to home. And I mean, you never felt it. You're saying it yourself. You never felt any pressure, but it was just kind of like you, you, it felt right to come home. Is that, is that kind of what it was? Yeah. I kind of always knew in the back of my, my head that, you know, uh, the Arizona or wherever I would end up after college, I'm glad he did it. Uh, it, it wasn't going to be home. It was just a stopping point. And, uh, I, I would tell everyone, you know, get out of here for a year or two and experience life a little bit. Obviously there's a lot more out there and, uh, yeah, find out what you want to do. And I, I did that and, uh, I, yeah, couldn't be happier. No, that's all. And what, I mean, talk about some of that, that time away. What does that give you a chance to do? Uh, you know, you mentioned kind of experiencing other things, but like to be able to get away from home and then know that that's there that you can come back to. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it was kind of a relief. It's always in the back, man. I love to travel. I love to do other things. So, um, I, I wanted to try, uh, working outside, obviously the boundaries of home and just to see what that was like, uh, meet new people, different people around the world, um, culture. And I, and I still have friends and contacts, um, because of teaching because of that. Um, and I, I did my student teaching in Australia wow. for four months too, as well. So yeah, I was, uh, I enjoyed every part of it. Um, knowing that the business would possibly be there and if it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be right. Um, so it, it all worked out, I guess, for a purpose, and uh, it's uh, it's going strong. How, you know, teaching degree in retail don't necessarily line up. So what's it like coming back home and then having to learn the business? Or did you, was it something you always kind of knew because you, as a family member, you know, it was always around, you were around it? Yeah, yeah. No, I was always around it, obviously. And, uh, you know, I delivered, I installed, and, you know, I still do that today, um, you know, engaging with people, Um you know, a, a customer calls me up still today and said, Hey, I got something going on with my washer. <laughs> Hold on, stop. Let me transfer you to a service tech because I have no idea still today, you know? Um, so it, it's just learning a different avenue of, you know, I, I had to learn the teaching, how to, you know, how to teach, uh, you know? So it's in the back of my mind, I always knew, you know, I could engage with people. Um, I was comfortable meeting people. Um, so it, I wasn't afraid to do that. Now it's just learning 
you know, a washer, dryer, refrigerator, you know, dealing with employees, which I'm fine dealing with employees. We got great employees. So, um, yeah, it, it was all comfortable. I, I was fine coming back in. No, that's all. And you came back to Sorensen's Appliance and TV, as we mentioned up there in, in Geneva, Minnesota, and uh, a third generation owner. You owner co-owner with your uncle, is that right? Yeah, Uncle Tim Sorensen. Yeah. He would have been uh, he's second generation, um, and his boy. I'm not going to say how many years, but maybe two, three, four, five, six years. He'll buy his his dad out. And he's working there right now. And uh, great guy. Great guy. No, that, that's awesome. Talk us through what what it is, you know, the the kind of fabric, the the elevator pitch on Sorensen's and um, what you guys do. Obviously, appliance and TV, but talk, uh, you know, through the, uh, the store, what you see when you walk in. So we just moved to a new location here about a year ago. Um, the other location, we were there for, you know, 40 years or whatever. It's been 50 years. And we just decided, hey, time is right. Let's move to this new building, add on. Our warehouse is directly behind this new building. Um, so we're like, this is a perfect opportunity to do it. So it's just a new refresh. Um, our other store was, you know, fairly outdated a little bit. Um, carpet from, you know, 1970s. Um, so this store now was a cabinet flooring place. So you walk in and it's all modern, updated, um, new plumbing, new electrical. So, yeah, it's just a, a kind of a reset for the store, you could say. No, that's awesome. Well, and I love too if you go and and browse around your website uh, and the specifically the about us section. There's a great story about the last time you guys moved, and uh, you know something that might have. Yeah. I'll let you tell that story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, as the story goes, I guess um, you know my dad was like to always he was the in charge. He wanted to always be in charge, and still still to this day, he still like wants to be in charge. <laughs> you know, he gets older, we get you know we're in charge now. Um, so grandpa and grandma went on a vacation. Um, as they did every other month. And uh, my dad says it was time. So when he walked out, jumped in the plane, he got the whole crew from Sorensen's and they moved like four blocks up to this new store that was already purchased. Um, and grandpa, grandma came back and they're like, well, what's going on here? <laughs> it just needed to be done, grandpa. Um, here we are. We're in our new location. And yeah, that that was that. No conversation. After. <laughs> that's, that's a great. You know, you want to make a decision, just make sure that the owner's out of the way, and you just up and move the business. And that, I, I can't imagine that's how it went down this time around. I'm sure it was a little bit more seamless and uh, you know all inclusive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it was like okay, we we need to do it. Let's just do it. Um, it was a year in the or two in the making. Um, yeah, and it just it just happened. Well, that's a, a great opportunity too, right? Because you're moving into a new store, you get to kind of reimagine the showroom and and sort of how you have the floor set up. Did, what um, you know, were there any big changes or opportunities that you guys took advantage of being able to basically reset your business into a new location? So we did add Cambria countertops to our business because we were strictly just appliances and slash little TVs here and there. Um, so we added Cambrian and that's worked out good for the past year. Um, that's starting to um, gain some traction a little bit there. Um, but, but the overall appliances, we're, we're still washers, dryers, and your regular appliances sell some TVs on the side. And uh, um, yeah, it's just, it, it's nothing fancy when you walk in. It's just an open box. Um, got rows of appliances and uh, it's who we are. I mean, we're a farming community. Um, we try to be simple, simple-minded. And that's kind of how we, we go about the whole thing. You mentioned that community too. And I, I love something else I learned about, you know, kind of you guys and, and more so the, the town you're out of there in Geneva, 500 
is the total population. What's it like doing business? I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, you know, a couple million in our backyard and, and slightly larger community. So what's it like living and, and working in that small of a community? I mean, you are, you know, like you said, just about 90 minutes south of Minnesota, Minneapolis, so not, you know, too far from a, a major uh, metropolitan area, but still a really small community that you can get pretty close and tight knit with. Yeah. You know, I've always said, uh, I live 20 miles away in Albert Lee. That's a town of 20,000 people. I grew up in Geneva where our business is at. And, you know, still to this day, I, I don't say anything bad about any of the towns around us. They're all great towns. But, you know, I, I go to a gymnasium to watch a basketball game or whatever it may be in my hometown. I know everyone. They're there to watch friends. They're there. And, you know, you go to these bigger cities and whatnot. You got the people that are just there to watch their kids. You know, our gymnasiums are packed with parents, friends, grandparents. It doesn't matter. So growing up in that town of, well, 500, let's back up. That's 450 people, um, <laughs> not five. Um, I mean, we know the cats and the dogs of our neighbors, right? So it's just, it's just home. It's just comfortable. And we have a radius of about 60 miles around us that have towns of, you know, 30, 20,000, 30,000 that we obviously have to pull from. Um, so yeah, it, it works out good. We're right in the hub of, you know, towns all the way around us that have 20, 30,000. So everyone, we're not too far out of the jurisdiction of everyone else. Uh, that's, that's awesome. And I, I mean, what kind of, you know, knowing that you kind of pull from that, that larger radius, you know, obviously some competition in and around there. Um, what, do, what do you think it is that sets Sorensen's apart from other retailers in your area or, or, you know, that operate around you guys? Well, well, listen, you know, I've always said, I'm going to do business with an independent person, whether I'm buying a vehicle, whatever I'm buying, a cabinets or top flooring. And I think that's the mindset of most people. We'd love to do business with independent people, but let's face it, price is still king to a point. You got to be competitive. Um, but what can you offer now that the box stores can't? And we can always offer, offer service after the sale. Um, we're never going to get beat on pricing. Um, I think it's important that if they have a problem, they can call and ask, ask for Dak or, or Tim or whoever it may be. And we're firsthand going to get them taken care of. Um, you know, all these contractors that I deal with, I, I just, I give them my cell phone. I said, guys, call me on my cell phone if you have a problem, because you know what, there's going to be a problem and you got to get a hold of someone. And here I am. So, you know, it's, it, we're not going to be any different. I don't think a whole lot than another independent dealer. I hope not. We're going to try as hard as we can and we're going to give them the personal touch, you know, before, during, and after the sale. Well, that's, I mean, obviously a, a critical mindset and, and you kind of hit the nail on the head, right? It's, it's not a major corporate you're not and I, I think it's even a line on your website as well like you know every customer they're not just another number so you actually get to know them and uh, I, I mean do you think that kind of is born out of that small town mentality and, and something that you guys are just you know it's ingrained in the way you are the, not, not just as you know business owners but as as community members and, and people that live around you 100% you know I, I go up to the bank I go to the coffee store. I go to the bar and grill. I, I know everyone in there and they know me obviously as well because it's a small town. And you know, if you do something, they know good or bad. Right. So it's just, and, and that word spreads as well when I'm doing business, obviously, um, you know, Hey, go check out Sorensen's appliance and they have friends, their friends have friends. So it really, really circulates out. How and there's you... a, there's a really good story and I'll keep this kind of short. Yeah. I about two years ago, I was at nationwide buying show and, uh, I was trying to, you know, drum up some more business. Like how, I need some help. And I was talking to someone there. He's like, well, what's the population of your town? 
I said, oh, roughly around just under 500. Okay, well, here's your numbers that you do. And we're fairly strong numbers. And, and I go, well, hold on here. 500 people, not 500,000. He literally got up and walked away and said, I can't help you. <laughs> he says, you're doing just fine. I'm like, well, <laughs> so, but uh, no, we, we enjoy the small town. No, that, I mean, that's awesome. And it, it's a, like you said, it's that mentality. And I, I'm curious, you know, you know, especially with employees and, and being kind of, I, I love that you guys, you know, handle ever from whether it's the sale to the service side of things, you know, you're, you're there at every step of the way for the customer. So what is it like kind of, you know, sharing that mentality or getting everyone in the company, all your employees to buy into that? Is it again, because they're from the area, they get it, or, or is it sort of like a kind of like a culture thing that you guys have built over time as well? I, I, I'll say I'm probably one of the luckiest guys I know for having the best employees that I could ask for. Um, yes, I, I knew him before I hired him. Um, you know, we, we go to the golfing, we, we hang out, we'll go uptown and have a beer or two or a burger. So we're all fairly tightly close. Um, just a good group of people and my delivery guys, they all sell our sales guys all deliver. So if we run short, people are on vacation. We just, we can all fill in. It's just a nice little home and we all, all get the job done at day's end. No, that's um, so kind of nice. No, it's awesome. And I mean, it kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of, we're coming up to prime time again, where, you know, I, I know a big theme, this, this show is going to be all about being customer obsessed and the things that are retailers and, and, you know, how we can, uh, you know, how you guys work to, to make sure the customer is at the center of that experience. Is there anything that you guys, you know, that outside of what we've already talked about that you guys think you go above and beyond with to make sure that, you know, your customers yeah. have that top notch experience that you'd be willing to share? 100%. So I'm big on going to get contractors, um, you know, a, a contractor that builds 100, 200 homes a year. It is a tough one to grab. But if I can get them, that's that's just one little thing. Once I got them in the door, I close the sale. Now it's not up to me anymore. It's up to my delivery crew that has to deliver their appliance and make sure they're happy after the sale. And my delivery crew is top notch. When they leave, the floors are clean. Garbage is picked up. And, you know, nine times out of 10, it's a callback saying, I'm going to recommend those two people that were just at my house. And, and I've got, I got six different crews, eight different crews. So it's, it's great to hear that coming back that the customer's taken care of after I've got that customer. So it means and, a lot. And I mean, that, that comes from obviously having the right people in there to, to do that, but it, it has to be said something too from the top down, right? That, I mean, is that a... You know, are, are you going through and training those guys, offering the the tips and advice on how to to manage that experience? Because it is, I mean, yeah. it's the last, but it's also the most crucial, uh, arguably, it you is. know, touch point for the customer. It really is, and and yeah, you know, yeah, I, mean, I hire them, whatever. But I'm not the professional delivery person that knows all the ins and outs. You know, I, I give them little tricks here and how to sell or or whatever. But at day's end, I hire that guy. I throw him on a truck with a guy that's been there for quite a few years. He trains them in and away they go the first day and a week later they're they're professional though almost it seemed like. You know, and I've always said you can you can always train someone. It's just the personality. If if they got a good personality and can talk and are, they'll be just fine. They'll just be fine. No, it's I maybe it's I know all you people up there in Minnesota and Minneapolis are are fairly you're you're close enough to Canada that it's like you, you got that niceness kind of built into you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah, for the most part, yes. 
<laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, I, I mean, you guys got a great operation. Uh, I, anything else you want to share just about, you know, advice that, that you think is important to, um, you know, for other independents to hear that, you know, you, you've kind of, you could attribute to your success 62 years, almost 62. 60, right? 62, 72, 72, 72, 72 years. Yeah. You know what? It all trickles down from top bottom. I, you know, I've always said, you know, thanks for, well, thanks for grandma for letting grandpa start this thing. <laughs> right. And if it wasn't for her to able to stay home, raise the family, it, he won't be able to, you know, do what he did. So, you know, you got to thank where it starts, you know, from grandpa and grandma. And then, you know, it just comes down, you know, the three, my dad and his two brothers um, that kept it going. And they were just, it just, you know, business minded. Someone who was always there. You ever had a problem? You call one of the so-called owners up and it's going to get taken care of. And what, what the best thing about it is I can leave for a day or two or go on vacation. I, I don't have to worry about a thing. Yeah, I'll have some emails and a bunch of stuff I got to catch up on, but it gets taken care of and it's 100% on the employees. And I, I couldn't speak good enough on the employees that I have. Oh, that's awesome. And hey, you I mean, you guys build a good team and have a, a long lasting legacy there in a, uh, a small town, a name that people have come to know and trust. So, I mean, kudos to, to the family, the team, and everything that you guys have done to build a, a successful business up there. So, here's to you know, the next 72 years. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. Well, Dak, we appreciate the time and uh, I'll let you get back to hitting the road and getting to where you need to go. So this was a lot of fun and uh, you know, hope to catch up soon. Maybe at prime time. Awesome. Thanks for that. Appreciate your time. Awesome. And thanks again to Dak. Uh, just so much fun talking to him and uh, you know, having them pull over to the side of the road for a podcast and uh, chat with us uh, about the way they do business up there in Geneva. And uh, cool to hear. Uh, you know, I, I love, you know, those customer obsessed type stories, you know, as we're in primetime season here and um, have that being a, a big theme of what we'll be talking about down there in Dallas in, in just a few weeks. And, um, you know, Dak and, and the, the Sorensen's team are no different. They're they're super, you know, customer first and, and customer centric in the way they approach business. And, I think it's uh, those types of tips that uh, you know are so applicable across the entire retail landscape, and I uh, love being able to share them here with you. So appreciate Dak bringing his insights to the table and, and talking with us on the podcast. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.